Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Game Time with Manny. Uh, this is an episode that I have been looking forward to doing for a long time, because I've been waiting for this game to come out for a long time. Uh, this week, I will be talking about the Japanese sensation Yokai Watch. Some people uh, are calling it the Pokemon Killer, while that's definitely, definitely not true in America here. It is more true in Japan, um, but I think its popularity might be slightly falling off now. But that is that is what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the Yokai Watch sensation, the toys, the anime, specifically the game, though, because I haven't watched the anime yet. But it's an interesting thing, uh, not just from like a video game perspective, like just as a concept. What it what yokai are? What this game is trying to do? It's it's cool, and I I find it to be very interesting from like a kind of academic perspective. So that is what we are going to talk about here today. Without further ado, it's game time. Okay, so it's kind of. I'm just going to start uh, by describing what yokai are. So, obviously, prior to this game coming out, yokai were a thing. You may you may have heard the word yokai before, and essentially, what they are are basically Japanese uh, like spirits, kind of like supernatural monsters, and they often show up in Japanese folklore. Uh, sometimes they're evil, uh, but they're not always necessarily evil. Like, they may, like, a lot of them are, like, mischievous, so, like, they'll just, like, take your stuff or, like, play weird tricks on you, uh, kind of, like, influence you to, like, do weird stuff. Um, and then there are also ones that are good, like, ones that'll bring good luck. Like, if you see it, you'll, like, find a dollar bill lying on the ground. That, that's a stupid example, but, like, this something something like that. Like, you'd find uh, good luck, uh, and, like, I feel like maybe even if, like, you don't think you know what a yokai is, you probably have, like, seen one before or, like, heard about one, uh, in my, in my honest opinion, the most common one is the kappa, uh, which one, because there's the twitch emote kappa, but that's a, that's a guy, not the actual, uh, yokai, um, it's basically like a little frog man, and they have this weird obsession with cucumbers. Uh, they're often found, like, in uh, lakes and stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, the actual, like, legend that has kappas in it is kind of messed up. But they're a little bit more mischievous. Uh, and then there are, like, two other ones that I think people know, but, like, maybe not necessarily know that they're yokai. Um, the one is the Tanuki, which is, like, Mario has his Tanuki suit where he, like, dresses up like a raccoon, and, like, Tanukis are real, uh, they are, like, kind of, like, weird little raccoon-looking dogs, that I, I believe they are literally called the raccoon dog, uh, and I, I, they exist in Japan, which is cool, but they, they, that is the same thing, it's, like, a little Tanuki raccoon dog thing, and they, like, transform into people, 
very weird. Uh, and then there's one that I didn't necessarily even know was a yokai, which is the kitsune, which is like uh, kind of like a little fox, and they also usually uh, morph into specifically ladies uh, and do stuff. I don't necessarily know deep in their legend. And then like uh, tons of video games and like media since the beginning of ever have used oni as bad guys, and oni are basically just like demons, and that's that's a yokai thing. And it, it's weird, like, the, it was uh, prolific in, like, uh, older Japanese eras of history. Uh, people believed in the yokai, believed they caused certain things. Uh, and then, like, in more recent years, they started getting, like, prolific. So there are some yokai that are, like, actually in, like, Japanese lore and stuff. Whereas there are some that are, like, really popular that people, like, just made up in within the past, like, 100 years or so, which I think is great, because history stuff like that is cool. And, I mean, like, you want to find stuff about yokai, there are websites that you can go to, and I, I don't necessarily want to get, like, caught up in talking a whole lot about, like, actual yokai and, like, the stories behind each individual one, but, man, you can go read some of those stories. They are messed up. Like, people just, like, being taken and, like, drowned and sh stuff like that. It's, man. <laughs> if you want to go down a deep rabbit hole, read some stories about Japanese yokai. Nutso, nutso stuff. And so, that brings us to where we are now. Um, the video game company Level 5, which, very prolific, especially in Japan, uh, you may have heard me talk about Level 5 quite a bit uh, because I stream a Level 5 game, uh, Inazuma 11, which is like a anime soccer thing. Uh, I stream that every Wednesday, and I still play it. I love Inazuma 11. It was very popular in Japan for the around the time of the second game, and then the th by the third game it had declined, and now there are, they ended at the sixth game, and it has declined quite a bit. Um, but they also made, th their whole thing is they try to make pan media franchises, which what that means is they want to release toys, they want to release anime, and they want to release the game. Obviously, Level 5 is a video game company, so they make the game first, and then if it does successful enough, or they try to put out an anime at the same time to, like, drum up, uh, support for it, and then they start putting out toys, and they try to go after, uh, like, uh, definitely, like, a young kid early teen demographic which for some reason <laughs> really appeals to me because i'm a small child i guess uh so yeah like inazuma 11 which is like soccer anime they did lbx which is a more recent one that just came out here as well which is like kind of like you build little robots and they fight each other wasn't so high on that one i believe the show is doing very popular so i think that one's going to continue here in uh in america and they also did, like, games on the PS2, like Dark Cloud. They put out an RPG called Rogue uh, Galaxy. None of that's important, because we're here to talk about the newest game that they've been making, which is called Yokai Watch. Um, it is a game, as you may have guessed from what I just talked about, it is based on Japanese yokai. So it's, like, ghosts and spirits and, like, shape-shifting creatures and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they're more friendly in this than if you read some of those legends. Uh, and so it came out in Japan uh, in July of 2013, the original game, and it kind of came out to, like, I, I, w I personally would say, like, lukewarm reviews. Like, 
Famitsu gave it a 36 out of 40, but like Famitsu review scores, which is like a huge Japanese gaming publication, they their scores used to mean something. Like if you got a 40 out of 40, like your game was hot stuff. But now I feel like every single game I look at gets somewhere between 36 and 40. So it's just like they give out review scores like candy. And, like, the original Yokai Watch, when it first came out, like, I remember seeing it and thinking, like, this is a weird thing. I, I don't know why they're, like, trying to bank on this. And then by the time the second game blew up, they had put out the toys in the anime, and, like, it was booming. Like, I, you listen to, like, any, I listen to a podcast that people record that live in Japan, and, like, one of the guys has a son, and they're son is like obsessed with it like people wait around the block to get new medals for the yokai watch which you you don't understand what that means yet because i haven't explained it but like there are toys and they're in semi-limited quantities and people would like wait outside grocery stores like lines going for like multiple blocks just to get a chance to buy these toys for their kids like that's how popular this thing is in japan it's been declining recently but that's kind of a different a different reason than that popularity actually declining which i will get into a little bit later um but essentially what's weird about yokai watch is that it is at first brush like when you first look at it you're just like oh well this is a pokemon knockoff you got uh in the the first game, there's like 200. There obviously there were a, uh, 150 original Pokemon. Now there's 700 Pokemon, and now that there will be a third Yokai Watch game at the end, uh, in the middle of summer in Japan, um, there's gonna be like three, four hundred Yokai at this point, I believe. So like it is like you basically befriend ghosts, uh, and they turn, they give you their metal, and then what? So the main character of the game has this watch which is called the Yokai Watch, and he puts the metal inside and can summon the monster for battle. So you got the parallel to Pokemon there. Tons of monsters to collect, and then you got the monsters like essentially living inside a little medallion, and then you summon them to battle other ones for you, which is, you're just like, man, that's that's Pokemon. But in my opinion... I don't want to say... It's not better than Pokemon. I, at heart, I love Pokemon. Pokemon was, like, one of the first franchises that I ever got obsessed with. And I still I still play every new Pokemon game. And in that same vein, I think if they keep releasing Yokai games in the U.S., I will keep playing them. So the thing that I like about it is its battle system is a lot different. And so people who don't play the game and immediately write it off will just say like ah, this is a stupid pokemon clown i'm not playing this but it is it is a solid battle system that's creative and it's different enough from pokemon that it's cool like Yo- yokai watch is a cool game and level five put a lot of effort into it so i uh, might as well start and just like talk about the basic story of yokai watch um you play as a boy or a girl, which is a huge thing to a lot of people because that way it appeals to both boys and girls. So it's not just like one demographic or the other. It's just like a young boy, young girl. The original Pokemon did not have that and neither did even the second generation of like gold and silver. I believe it was the third generation. Uh, wait, was it even the third? Man, 
I'm pretty sure it was a third generation of Pokemon that you could uh, pick either a boy or a girl. So they Pokemon eventually did this, but Yokai Watch right out the gate. I mean, it, it was the year 2013, so they uh, probably had you know the foresight to do that. And so you play as a boy or a girl, and you start off. You're at this forest shrine, um, and you hear this voice that's like, "Hey, you, you come over here, man. I got got some stuff for you." And you, for some reason, obey the voice, and it brings you to this uh, capture machine. Which, for those of you who don't know what a capture machine is, it's basically like at like an arcade or like a pizza place where you like put a coin in and you kind of twist it, and it brings out a little capsule that has like a shitty sticker or bracelet in it or something. Uh, they're more popular in Japan, and usually in Japan, the, you still get the like bracelets and stickers and things like that. But mainly, it's for little capsule toys. Um, and so that's what this is. And he's like, Hey, look, there's this coin, put it in there and you put it in you do it. And a ghost comes out and it's like this weird ghost that looks like it's got yogurt on its head. And it's this white ghost, big purple lips. His name is whisper. Um, and you find out that he is a yokai butler. And now since you let him out after his 200 year entrapment in there, that he was going to, uh, he's going to be your pal. And he gives you a yokai watch which allows for you as the player to see yokai and then befriend them. So this is one way it differs from Pokemon is instead of like beating down on the things uh, and then capturing them, you basically have to befriend them. So the only way you can really do this is on occasion, there's a low chance that if you just beat them, they will be like after the battle, hey, I want to want to come hang out with you. I want to join join your crew and you can say yes or no. Uh, but the main way you do it is you have to experiment and give them food. So, like, let's just say, for example, you're fighting. Uh, I can't think of it. I can't. I can't think of any specific examples off the top of my head because I don't remember what any of the yokai's favorite foods are offhand. But there's all kinds of food, like hamburgers, seafood, uh, tea, vegetables, fruit, any anything you can really think of, like ramen. So, like, let's say there there is this yokai called uh, Hungramps. Which sounds kind of messed up, but it's like hunger. He's he's a hungry old man, and he likes food a lot. Let's just, for example, say his favorite food is hamburger. So you would target him in battle, chuck a hamburger at him, and he would either say like, oh man, I don't really like this, which means you have like a low chance of recruiting them, or like they get hearts and they're like, yo, this is my favorite food, it's so dope. I love hamburgers. And then they would, after the battle, have a very high chance of joining you. Um, and so, like, that's the main way you befriend the yokai, which I think is cool. It's kind of similar to, like, games like Persona in the Shin Megami Tensei series where you have to, like, uh, befriend the demons, like, talk to them and say, like, hey, what's going on? You want to join my sweet demon crew? Stuff like that. Uh, so that's cool. Um, and so this is... I got to get into the way the battle system works now. So it is a 3DS game, so you have to use the touchscreen, and the battling takes place on the bottom screen. So... You have six yokai in your party at any given time, kind of just like in Pokemon, you have six Pokemon that you're sending out to battle. But unlike Pokemon, you don't just have one thing out at a time, you have three things out at a time. And so the six yokai that you have are on a wheel on the touchscreen. Three on the top of the wheel, three on the bottom. And you can use the touchscreen to rotate, so you can rotate the three at any time in battle. And now where this kind of differs from Pokemon is you don't necessarily tell the yokai what 
moves they're going to use or when they're going to attack. They have personalities which base how often they attack, how often they heal, how often they use their skills, or if they just kind of like loaf around. They're just like, man, this is a lazy yokai. I'm just like, I don't want to battle. I just want to, I just want to chill and sleep here. Uh, sometimes that's good because uh, some of the yokai have abilities where like if they do loaf around, they'll heal, things like that. Uh, but usually it just sucks because you're like, man, you're just a lazy dude and you're not fighting at all. And so you kind of just have to like rely on them to battle for you because they do it themselves. And at first glance, you're just like, man, I'm not controlling any of this. This game is boring. Like, I, I don't like this. It's not until a couple hours in that I understood that it was actually a really cool system, and you actually have to put a lot of effort in if you want to win uh, more difficult battles. So, like I was saying, you have the three yokai out, right? And say, like, one of them is weak to one of the dudes you're fighting. You could rotate the wheel bring in other people, possibly have yokai's abilities that heal, and so, like, the people in the back will be healing. Um, and it's just, it, it sounds so simple when you describe it out loud. It's one of those things that you have to play to really, I feel like, understand the nuances of it. Um, so the one thing that you do actually control, obviously, is... You can choose which yokai are in battle because you're rotating the wheel, getting people who are hurt out, and things like that. And this is where they layer on a couple things that you as the player kind of do control other than which yokai are in play at the moment. Um, one thing is every yokai has a sultimate attack, so which is basically like an ultimate attack. I was sultimate, ultimate. Uh, but you... When your yokai attack, they fill up this little heart meter. And once it's full, they're able to do their sultimate. So there is a sultimate button. You tap that. You tap the yokai you want to use it with. And some yokais heal. Some does like a huge area of effect damage. It damages all the enemies. And usually they're very powerful attacks. And so you'll do that. And it'll t take you to like a weird mini game. There are a couple mini games. One has you like tracing symbols. One has you tapping uh, little bubbles. And one has you, like, uh, swirling the stylus on the screen. And once you do that, they unleash their attack, and it's usually pretty powerful. And then it, they have to charge it back up again. And so that is the way that you're really kind of just, like, you're managing the wheel to see which yokai are best in there, which skills are in play, and then you use their sultimate whenever you can. Um, and so because the yokai only do whatever the hell they want, you can tell them to target a specific enemy. So you can put, like, a targeting pin. You There's a target button, and you just hit that, and you put it on the enemy so that they'll all target that enemy. And so none of this really is super complex in everyday random battles. Where it does become complex is in the boss battles. The boss battles are f the most fun part of the game to me. And some of the later boss battles took me like 30, 40 minutes to beat because, man, these enemies have a lot of health, dude. It gets crazy. And so the way a lot of the enemies work is like, well, specifically a lot of the bosses work is they have weak spots. So you can target different spots on their body. Like, say you do enough damage to one of the bosses and then like it's its eye opens up and that's eye is its weak point. So then you can tell your yokai to like, hey, the weak spots open, like target this eye. And then it'll do a lot of damage or like specifically some of the enemies you have to like attack their body parts until they like kind of go until they get hurt enough 
and then they can't be used anymore. So, like, one of the bosses has, like, a bunch of, like, tentacle limbs, and as long as you leave those alive, they keep hurting you a lot. So if you attack those, they go away, and then you can focus on doing damage to the actual boss, because for some reason the tentacles don't actually take any of the damage. And then, like, they respawn, and you gotta do it again, and it's just, it's, it's actually kind of engaging. And what I think is crazy is this is a game geared towards small children. I'm 25 years old. I had a hard time... (laughs) <laughs> I had a hard time doing some of these bosses, like, specifically the final boss. I cannot imagine any small child beating that final boss. Maybe I'm not giving, like, little kids enough credit, but yo, yo, my yokai were, uh, super strong for the final boss battle, and I still had a rough time, and that is, I uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It gets, the best boss battles are tough. Everything else is relatively easy. Uh, and most people probably won't have a problem with just the everyday stuff. And, like, it's just cool. It is very similar to Pokemon. There are types, like, the yokai I use the most are, like, cute type, and they are very cute, usually, but they're actually pretty strong, most of the ones I use anyway. And, uh, like, there's type weaknesses to that and things like that. And there are even, on top of that, there are also elements, like some are lightning and some will be weak to lightning, other than just, like, the cute type and stuff like that uh but so one thing i wanted to do was one of the main ways again that i feel this differs from pokemon is to its disadvantage i the original 150 pokemon i know like the back of my hand you showed me a picture of probably even any one of the first 500 pokemon i got you i can tell you what that is i can hardly remember any of the names of any of the yokai um and like a lot of them are puns which is funny, because level 5 is really good with its pun stuff. So, like, I, I have my 3DS here, and I'm going to just read you a couple. What, the main one that if you've seen Yokai Watch before and you've probably heard of is uh, Jibanyan. And he is a little cat that's like a little orange cat. And he's pretty, he's pretty dope. I like Jibanyan. He's like one of the only ones that I can remember. It's a little cat. And so, his whole backstory in the game is, as a real cat, he got hit by a truck. And so now his whole thing is he wants to get revenge on trucks. So he's uh, as a ghost is always throwing himself at trucks because the little girl who owned him basically said, oh man, what a worthless cat. You got hit by a truck. How could you be so stupid? And like, that is awful shit. That's so bad. How you gonna, how you gonna tell your cat? Yo, you stupid cat. You got hit by a truck. I didn't like you anyways. You're so stupid. Awful. Awful. And then, like, as anyone would guess, there is a Kappa uh, that looks like a Kappa. His name is Wakappa, and he's pretty dope. Uh, he looks like a weird, he's got, like, a Hey Arnold football head. Uh, and he's one of the, okay, look right here. His skill is he recovers a little HP when loafing around, of course. And then he, like, so Yokai evolve also. Um, it's not just through leveling up. Some of them uh, evolve through leveling up, but most of them evolve, uh, by either fusing them with another yokai, another specific yokai, or uh, fusing them with an item. So, like, my favorite yokai is called Chanson, and he basically looks like this weird little samurai dude, and you can fuse him with one of three swords to evolve him into, like, a stronger, cool version of Chanson with a different sword, which is, which is dope. Um... And then, like, the last the last one that I... I'll talk about two more yokai here. These are just, these are just examples of ones. Because I, I, I hardly remember any of their names, and there's, like, 200 of them. Uh, but one that you get, like, a, a little bit way through the story is Komasan. And he is, like, another little cat. 
And his whole thing is, he looks he looks so cute. I love Komasan. Anybody knows me, and for Christmas, they want to get me a Komasan plushie. Please do. I love Komasan. Uh, and I would love that plushie, and I know they make it. And so he's a little crybaby. And what I think is great is when he evolves, he turns into this, like, huge, badass ninja cat named Komane. And he looks wicked sweet, too. And he's like, man, he's dope. He's so cool. And I like that. And they're, yokai, uh, depend, their strength is dependent on... Um, what rank they are, so they rank from E to S, S being the highest. And, like, one of the issues I have with this is, like, a lot of the designs are just weird. Like, they're they're creepy. Like, there's this bird called Boohoo, and, like, it's just, like, this sad, weird, dangly neck bird that has, like, a horrific, creepy face on its stomach. Or just, like, another bird has, like, a face painted on its stomach. Some of them just look, like, weird, like old man trapped in a dog body type shit and like none of them just are really cool like i like some of them obviously but there's a great majority i think don't look cool and really just like freak me out kind of but a lot of the s rank ones i am a big fan of like there is uh venoct he's a really cool s rank one he has like a weird little ninja that's got like these crazy like flame snakes on his back and like that's dope you got the qb which is uh She's this huge kind of fox. She's probably supposed to be a kitsune, in fact. I don't know, but some of them are cool. But the thing that really draws me to this game is how the battle system is unique and how there are so many weird little things and attention to detail. And the main reason that I've been interested in this game is because a lot of people in general seem to not fully understand localization. So, like, people complain all the time about how the names in Inazuma 11 or, like, the name in this is not the same as the Japanese name and blah, 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 blah. And people do not get that you can't have things be named the same as they are in Japanese. I mean, you could, but then you're going to be catering to a much smaller market. So, like, a lot of Japanese things are, like, named after characters in, like, Inazuma 11 are named after, like, Japanese food dishes. No one knows what the hell the Japanese food dish is in America or Europe, so they change the name to something that's more relatable for the country that they're trying to sell it in. And Yokai Watch is one of those things where it is so heavily based on Japanese culture that I wanted to see, and I'm still curious to see if they bring any more over, how they were going to translate this super Japanese concept of yokai into something that American speakers could consume and not find to be, like, super off-putting and weird. And they do a good job. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, hey, these are yokai. We're going to explain them, uh, basically, like, you ever notice someone being, like, sick or someone fighting with someone else? They're probably being controlled by a yokai, and you just didn't know. And, like, just, they just, like, so matter-of-factly put it. And it's just, the simplicity of it makes it understandable. But the thing that really is weird to me is, like, yokai aren't, like, a regular concept in the U.S. here. Like, in Japan, like, it is Japanese folklore. Like, people know about these yokai or what they're based on. So, like, here a lot of that is lost on us. But one of the things that I think is really weird is there is just, like, everyday Japanese culture stuff embedded in the game and like you don't notice it unless you really think about it so one of the things that i think is just like a weird little attention to detail is every time you go inside a house or like a residential thing the main character takes their shoes off 
And, like, you think about that, and, like, you may take your shoes off when you go into someone's house. Like, it's just second nature. But, like, never before, as far as I know, has that happened in a video game. And, like, it happens. Like, you just run into the door, your shoes pop right off, and they're there at the door when you leave again. And you just put them back on and you go. And you're like, Manny, who gives a shit? Like, this is just, they're taking off their shoes, but that is a cool concept. Like, that is a little attention to detail and a little piece of Japanese culture that is left over in this game. They never explain it, they never call attention to it, but it's just there, and I think that is amazing. I think that kind of stuff is really cool. Another one that I don't necessarily think should be this way is there are a few areas in the game where you can find comic books or, like, comic strips. And they are just like yokai telling a funny joke or it's a weird little funny story. And they are not read left to right like we would read here in America, in Europe, in most places. They are like you would read in Japan where you read from the right to the left. Which threw me off the first couple I was reading because I was like, yo, this makes no sense. Like what is even being said here? I don't get it. Until I realized, like, oh, I'm supposed to read this, like, manga from right to left. And now I I personally, like, that one I don't get. Because, say you're, like, a 10-year-old kid, and you're getting, you're getting this game, you're playing it. How the hell are you supposed to know that, like, oh, this game was made in Japan, so this comic must go from right to left? Like, they easily could have, like, mirrored it. So that it wasn't like that, you know what I mean? Or, like, they could have just cut the panels and rearranged them. That that one seems really weird to me, and I don't get that. I don't know why that would be that way. And as far as I saw, there's nothing in the game that's like, hey, read it this way, not this way. So, like, that could that could be confusing to some people. Um, and it's, it's just, it's one of those things, like, it is a very Japanese city and town, like, in the suburbs. Like, there is a shrine... All the houses look very, very uh, Japanese. Like, the architecture is very Japanese. Like, the wood and, like, the... I don't know. There's, like, bamboo forest everywhere and stuff all around. And just, like, the the way the gardening is. It's, it's like, it's all just very Japanese. And it's it's so cool to me that that is something that can come out here in America and just be accepted. Because despite all the cultural differences, when you localize a game correctly, you can have it appeal to all audiences. And I think Persona 3 and Persona 4 and hopefully Persona 5 are prime examples of that. It's like, you go to Japanese school in those games, and normally that would be such a foreign concept, but it just, it works because the localization is good. And so more than anything, more than just like it being the Pokemon killer, more than it being just like a weird... 3ds game be more than it being a level 5 game i specifically bought yokai watch because i wanted to see how they were going to localize it and i think they did a fantastic job bringing it over here because this is the kind of thing that normally you could just write off and be like ah it's just another thing trying to be like the pokemon but like it's it's cool it's a good game it has good concepts it's a good start to a franchise and from all accounts, I have heard that the reception to the first game was lukewarm. Um, and the second one was much more highly anticipated. And the third one seems like it's going to be ridiculous. And I would guess that their budget has increased over th- all three of these games. So the third one is probably going to be insane. So I, I hope, I hope that this game does well enough 
in America and in Europe so that they can bring the second game out as well. And the reason I hope that is because while it's a, I think it's an amazing feat that they localized this first game and made it like understandable to an audience outside of Japan, I cannot, I cannot even remotely grasp how they will do it in the second game. And that is because there is time travel and they actually go through Japanese history. So they go to, I I can't remember any specifics, I think it's the Shawa era with like samurai and stuff like that and like actual Japanese history. How do they translate that? for an American audience, because we don't know that stuff. I have no idea. And I, I, I just, I think that's so cool. Like, that's such a unique challenge to have to bring over another country's history into a video game that, like, most people that we're selling this to are not even going to understand. So, like, do they take a super creative route with it and, like, not make it really historical? Do they keep it almost exactly the same to try to teach that history? It's so cool, and I... Oh, man, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that that gets to come out here in the U.S. And I I haven't looked at any sales numbers, so I'm a little skeptical. I, I don't know if they'll be able to or not. So, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about Yokai Watch. Like, it's just, man, it's a damn charming game. I mean, you're not going on a journey like you are in Pokemon to, like, prove yourself to your friends and family to, like, collect and battle. Essentially, like, you are the only kid who can see the yokai and you're just making friends with them the plot i will say the overall plot of the first game very weak nothing really happens i mean you basically find out that there are evil yokai who are trying to break the seals between the yokai world and the human world because for some reason they don't explain they are uh angry and want to take over the human world and obviously you save the day as you capture yokai. But the where the localization comes through, not necessarily in the story, because I think the original story was just poorly written, and, like, the ending comes kind of abruptly, the localization does a great job of creating a believable and fun world. Like, you are just in this city, and you go around, you do chores for people, you meet other yokai there, and it's in a very small enclosed area. And it's cool. Like, I really like it. Oh, one thing. The other thing that I forgot I was going to mention when we were talking about the shoe thing is there are crosswalks and you have to, if you run across the street uh, without pushing the like crosswalk button, the game goes like, "Uh -uh," and like gets angry with you because you didn't push the crosswalk button because it's unsafe. So like if you push the crosswalk button and wait a couple seconds, it will turn, the light will turn green and tell you to walk and you'll go across and it'll be like, ding, ding, as if it's like supposed to teach kids how that it's like important to like look before you cross the street that's cray cray that's a crazy little attention to detail that like seems like something that no other developer would go through the effort of programming in there crazy crazy sorry i hit the mic um and so yeah like the the city is it's very well realized and it's fun and it's a smaller area which makes me worried about the second game because i don't think you just stay in the city i think you do other stuff and i i hope that other kids get yokai so then you can like battle their yokai or something instead of just doing uh random battles and finding them in the grass and in the lake and stuff like that even even though it is cool um and i know the second game actually does get a lot more like pokemon in terms of competitive battling uh because the second game has online battling and all that kind of stuff so like i like i was saying i i hope 
I hope that it continues to be localized here. And I, uh, that's all I got for today. I hope that I inspired you guys to at least check it out. Um, I'm very interested. I think I'm going to start watching the anime, uh, because I, I want to know how that's localized too. I want to know how you market that. That's got to be separate from even, uh, separate from even how you localize a, a game i i would assume that's even you're localizing it for a slightly different audience and what i have definitely not seen is any of the yokai watch toys here in the u.s really i've seen some of the plushies in like weird like japanese centric stores but I, I haven't seen any of the toys so like i don't know if that's going to be a huge thing here which the licensing issue for the toys is why there was a shortage in Japan because instead of going through one licensor, they had to go through two. They had to go through level five for the game stuff, and then they had to go through Bandai to get the toys out there. And so that was like a six six month licensing process, caused a lot of shortages. I would assume that the toys are even harder to license over here, but I'm not a licensing expert. I don't know how that stuff works. Maybe soon Yokai Watch will blow up, but it seems like the kind of thing that like it's just a cool oddity here. It's a cool game, but I do not think that here it's going to out run Pokemon and even in Japan right now it seems like the sales for all that stuff are a quarter of what they were last year I think it's got some Inazuma 11 syndrome where at the second game they peaked and then after that it's going to decline a lot and that's kind of a bummer because I I would like to see something overthrow Pokemon because I think Pokemon needs to change up how it's done otherwise soon it's just going to become so stagnant that it's just it's it's not good it needs some kind of competition and I hope that Yokai Watch can be that at least in Japan so thank you guys for watch watching thank you guys for listening as always man Yokai Watch Yokai made me say that I'll say that uh our theme song is the song Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Check them out. Cool band. I had a lot of fun talking to you guys today, and I hope that you will stop by next time. Thank you for listening. Peace out.